Word of God tonight. <clears throat> I've got 15 minutes, and then we've got something that we want to do. Is that okay? Okay. Joshua chapter 6. Um, Susan was just telling me that um, that one of the groups that we have coming through tours with a couple of the other big name groups, Cutlass and and Stellar Cart, which are uh, some Christian rock groups, and they travel with them, and they're going to be up in what Dodge City, Garden City, and then they're going. This group's going to come down here for with us, and the other the others are going to go on, and I think they're going to come back and meet them up later. So we're really excited about the opportunity to have some groups come through and to say, you know what, we'll, we'll come and we'll, uh, we'll come and, and play and, and bless you and, and, uh, and uh, kind of bring a revival. That's what we're about. We're about reaching the kids. Amen. Joshua chapter six. If you were not, um, I got, I got some ushers in here yet. Hey, Robert, you, uh, you guys get the, um, get this handout real quick for, um, a time to travail. If you were not here Sunday, just lift up your hand a moment. We want to give you something. If you were not here Sunday, if you're visiting and you want it, we will be glad to give it to you too. This is a this is a handout that we have called a time to travail, and and we're asking for ten days of prayer. Uh, this is what we're going into in the month of March. So I want us to look at that, and I want us to look at this tonight as we go through Joshua chapter 6 because there's something that God's going to do tonight. Yeah, just anybody else? Anybody else? Julie's over there. Julie's over here. We've got a couple more here. Everybody at Joshua chapter 6. <clears throat> There will be times like tonight when the youth were not in to start with. There will be times that Tim and I have talked about it, that they need, they need extra time. They need some extra time for prayer and, and, and teaching of the Word of God. And so there will be times that they will not be in here for praise and worship because, you know, there's just times where you just, they need to get caught up, right? Get, let God do what He wants to do. We're going to talk a little bit about Joshua chapter 6 now. I want to I want to bring you kind of up to date in this. Moses had passed away; he had died. Uh, Joshua had assumed leadership of the Israelite nation, and they were ready to to enter into the Promised Land. They had crossed the Jordan River, and they had uh, they had entered into the Promised Land. And we come up to the time where where um, they were ready for the Jericho to take Jericho, and what God had had, had instructed the Israelites to go in. And wipe out the inhabitants of the land, basically to possess that land and to drive everything out that's in that land. And, and this was the land that he had given them. And we come to this point in Joshua chapter 6. So let's take a look at, at verse 1 because just before that, Joshua was ready and he had gone through the camp and he said, Consecrate yourself. He said then he was praying and, and uh, the angel of the Lord of hosts showed up. And he's like, Hey, Hey, whose side are you on? Are you on their side or are you on our side? He said, I'm on, not on either side. I'm, I'm the captain of the Lord, the Lord's host, and I've come here to basically to take over. And I'm thinking, oh, man. And Joshua, he, he bowed down before him, you know, and it was like, okay, he knew that the presence of God was, was with the Israelites to move in and take over Jericho. Let's look at verse 1. Now, Jer- now Jericho was tightly shut up because of the sons of Israel. No one went out and no one came in. 
And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand with its kings and valiant warriors. You shall march around the city, all the men of the war, circling the city once. You shall do so for six days. Just, we are, we are moving to 07, 07, 07. And I just want you just to look through this chapter and see how many number sevens pop up in this chapter, okay? Also, seven priests shall carry seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. Then on the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It will be that when you make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people will shout with great, a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people will go in, every man straight ahead. Look at me just a second. This, the military strategists of today would look at this plan and say it is absolutely loony. There is no way that this would even work. In fact, they would probably be in rebellion and wouldn't want to jump in with the military in order to do this. Okay, So we need to know that God is bigger than what we can perceive him to be. Turn to your neighbor and say, God is bigger than you think. Turn to your other neighbor and say, God's bigger than you think. I mean, God is bigger than we think. Sometimes we got him in this box and poof, God wants to expand out of that box and he just he kind of breaks the sides down on the box and just kind of jumps out. So, so verse 6, Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and he said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and let seven priests carry seven trumpets of ram's horn before the Ark of the Lord. Then he said to the people, go straight forward, march around the city, let the armed men go on before the ark of the Lord. And it was so. And then Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets of ram's horn before the Lord went forward and they blew the trumpets and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men, look at the, look at the positioning of, of the procession that went around Jericho. The armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard came after the ark while they continued to blow the trumpets. So basically, we had armed men in full military gear in front, the priests behind them, the ark of the covenant, which was carried behind them. Then we had a, a unit of rear guard behind them, and then the three or four million Israelites behind them. Are you with me? Can you imagine what that looked like if you were in Jericho looking out? What are these crazy Israelites doing? Sometimes today there are people talking about, look at these Christians, what are they doing? And that's basically when you look at it this day, it's like, hey, wait a minute, these are people of God. And you're a Christian, you're a person of God, Amen. So you, they look out and they think, look at these people. Look at what they're doing. This was a major move. So they go around the city once a day. And the trumpets, you know, the, the priests blowing the horn. And the people, they don't say anything. They're not allowed to even shout. They're not allowed to talk. So you could see what was taking place. And you know they had to watch them. You know they had to watch them come. You know they had to watch them gather and then come up out of the valley and then come into the into Jericho to go around once a day and then go back and say, okay, well, we'll go back to camp now. 
I mean, it, it, just, it just blows my mind when I look at this. So let's, let's take a look at this a little bit more. Uh, where did I let off? Okay, verse, verse 9. The armed men went before the tree, priest, tree, priest. <laughs> the armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard came after the ark while they continued to blow the trumpets. But Joshua commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout or let your voice be heard, nor let a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I tell you, Shout! And you shall shout. So he had the ark of the Lord taken around the city, circling it once, and they came into camp, spent the night in the camp. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priest took up the ark of the Lord. The seven priests, carrying seven trumpets of ram's horn before the ark of the Lord, went on continually. They blew the trumpets, and the armed men went before them, and the rear guard came after the ark of the Lord while they continued to blow the trumpets. On the second day, they marched around the city once again, and they returned to the camp and did so for six days. And on the seventh day, say the seventh day. I mean, we're, you look at all these sevens that are in this, in this passage of Scripture. He said, on the seventh day, they rose early in the morning at the dawning of the day, and they marched around the city in the same manner seven times. Only on that day when they marched around the city seven times, at the seventh time when the priest blew the trumpet, Joshua said to the people, shout, for the Lord has given you the city. The city shall be under the ban, and, it, and all that is in it shall belong to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot and all that were in her house shall live, because she hid the messengers whom we sent. But as for you, only keep yourselves from the things that are under the ban, so that you do not covet them, and take some of those things under the ban, and make the camp of Israel accursed, and bring trouble on it. Verse 19. But all the silver and the gold and the articles of bronze and iron are holy to the Lord, and they shall go into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted, and the priests blew the trumpets. And when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted with a great shout, and the wall fell down flat. So the people went into the city. Listen, every man straight ahead, and they took that city. Here's what it says in verse 21. They utterly destroyed everything in the city, both man and woman, young and old, ox and sheep and donkey, with the edge of the sword. I mean, it was, it was pretty gross. They destroyed everything that was in there. Man, woman, donkeys, cows. I mean, they killed them. If, you, if we would look at it today, it was a massacre is what happened. It was a bloody mess, except there was in the wall on Jericho, there was a house, and there was a lady named Rahab that lived in that house, and she was a prostitute. Oh, come on, somebody. And her life and all those that were with her in her household were spared. They didn't die. They weren't killed. They weren't chopped up. They weren't, they weren't, they weren't slaughtered. They weren't taken out. The plunder, they, they, they actually escaped, and they were actually safe. So he says, verse 21, They utterly destroyed everything in the city, both man, woman, young, and old, ox, and sheep, and donkey, with the edge of the sword. Joshua said, look, to the two men who had spied out the land, he said, Go into the harlot's house and bring the woman and all that she has out there, as you have sworn to her. 
So the young men who were spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brothers and all that she had. And they also brought out all of her relatives and placed them outside the camp of Israel. Now look, Rahab was smart. She helped the two spies that had come over not to be captured. She held the, the little rope, the scarlet red rope out the window to, to let them know that, you know that she was to be spared. Then she comes in, and look, she just didn't get her mom and dad. I mean, it says she got the whole clan, all of her relatives. I bet you she was out that night saying, look, look, cousin cousin Fred, you better get in this house. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, Aunt Martha, you better get in this house. You know, and going around and getting all her relatives and getting them in the house. How, how, what do you think maybe when they started around the walls of Jericho that she might have been still out in the street going, hey, psst, Get in my house. Get in my house now. Hey, I told you, you better get in that house. You better get in that house now. This is the seventh time. You know what I mean? You better get in that house. She didn't know what was going to happen, but she knew that the Israelites were coming. She knew that they were coming. Verse 24, they burned the city with fire and all that was in it. Only the silver and the gold and the articles of bronze and iron that they put in the treasury of the house of the Lord. However, Rahab, the harlot, and her father's household and all that she had... Joshua spared, and she lived in the midst of Israel to this day, for she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent out to spy out Jericho. Then Joshua uh, made them take an oath at that time, saying, Cursed before the Lord is the man who rises up and builds the city of Jericho. With the loss, I mean, this is a serious curse. With the loss of his firstborn, he shall lay its foundation, and the loss of his youngest, Man, I'm thinking the loss of his youngest son, he shall set the gates. So the Lord was with Joshua, and there was fame in all the land. Now today is day two of praying and sanctifying ourselves, and or day three of praying and sanctifying ourselves, and going through this time of travail. And one of the things that I want us to picture tonight, I want us to do this tonight, we're going to take Jericho spiritually. What is it? that is in your life, that is out there, are you with me? That is a fortified city that has walls that you can't break through. Oh, come on, somebody. What is it that's out there that is keeping you from moving forward? What is it that's out there that's keeping you from possessing your land? I don't know what it is in your life, but I know what I'm battling against. Amen? Let me ask you. What are you battling against? What is it? Can you see it? Does everybody see it? I want everybody to take something. Everybody is battling against something. What is it? I'm not talking about something that you know you got victory over tomorrow or that you know you got victory over next week. But there's some issues that God has been, I call it, putting his finger on. He'll point at it. Like me, he'll, he'll bring things up in my life, or they'll come up, and God will be going, what's she going to do with that? And it's like he keeps highlighting it. You know, you read a book, and you take your highlighter, and you highlight that sentence, and you flip through that book, and all of a sudden you hit that page, and bam, that highlighter comes out, and you can see that sentence highlighted. What is it in your life that's your Jericho? What is it? What is it? Is it drugs? Is it alcohol? Is it sex? Is it pornography? What, what is it? Is it bitterness? Is it anger? Is it hatred? What is it that 
Is it unforgiveness? Come on. What is it that's, that's there? It's a, Jericho was a fortified city. It was very strong. The walls were 16 feet wide. You could drive a, I don't know what they call them, you know those, you could actually drive a vehicle up around the walls. Chariot, but there's, a, there's, there's like a, I don't, I'm, I'm not even going to go there. But, but what, the, what I'm saying is it was so fortified that it was hard to get through is what I'm saying. What is it in our life that we've been dealing with that is hard to get through? So I'm going to ask you, do, do you see it? Does everybody see it? Everybody see in your mind's eye what's in, what's in the way. Can you see it? Now here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. And what I'm going to ask you to do is I want you to picture the armed men and the priest blowing seven trumpets. And I want you to picture the Ark of the Covenant coming behind them. And I want you to picture the rear guard that's there. And I want you to picture all of Israel. And I want you to see yourself in the millions of people that are following behind the Ark of the Covenant. And I want you to see yourself encircling what has held you, what has kept you bound, what has kept you from moving forward with God, what has kept you from possessing the land that God wants you to possess. Some of you don't have peace in your life in certain areas because you can see that fortified place. So I want you just to begin to start seeing that. Let's just see it. I just, just close your eyes and begin to see yourself. And I want you to see yourself. It's the seventh day, and you're going around the walls of Jericho. I did this this morning with, my, with, me, with myself, and, and, I, and I said, there's one time. And I was quiet, and it was two times. And I was quiet, and I could see myself coming around three. And I could see that. I mean, I could see the priest blowing the, the horn. Walking around those walls of Jericho, those seven horns, those, those seven priests blowing seven ram's horns. And I could see it just going off all the way. And I could see the massive people moving around that object. That issue in my life, I, I began to see God, you know, with God's people encircling it. And then the sixth time came. And then they rested. And then the Bible says early in the morning on the seventh day, they got up and they went around not just once, but twice, three times, four times. You see it? You see yourself going around. You see yourself in the army of Israel going around. That's five. That's six. That's seven. And then all of a sudden, Joshua said, shout! And then the people shouted. And all of a sudden, I, I, I began to picture in my mind's eye. Have you seen the pictures of, of, of the, um, the 9-11 bombing where, where when the building fell, the cloud of dust that rolled out, I began to see in my mind's eye when the walls of Jericho fell, the cloud of dust that began to start just coming out from that city and the inhabitants in the city being frightened. I'm telling you, God wants us to overcome our Jericho. God wants us to come into a time where we may be in the midst of travailing to say, you know what, we're going to break through. 
we are going to bring ourselves by the Spirit of the Lord against your Jericho that has set itself up to try to destroy you. That said, we're not going to allow you in. The people, they laughed at the Israelites. They made fun of the Israelites. Even some of, the, some of those that were physically challenged were up, and they were laughing and sh- shouting and yelling at the Israelites. And they were probably going, nah, 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 you can't get me. And when them walls came down, things began to happen. Now, I want you to see yourself going in. I mean, this is pretty gruesome, but I want you to see yourself going and, and taking a sword, whatever it is that you got, and cut its head off. You cut its head off. You slay that dragon. You take that Philistine giant, David did, cut his head off and carried his head around. That's what the Bible said. He carried it around from city to city. It was like a trophy. And, and, and I want you to see whatever it is, whatever that issue is, whatever that Jericho is, it's falling. It's falling. Father, tonight, we thank you, God, that we are going to shout because of our Jericho is coming down. Our Jericho is falling. We have encircled it. We have done what you'd want us to do. Yeah, the strategies are different than any, any, any strat, strat, strategic military planner would have. But, God, you are our military planner. And, God, these things that begin to come against us, the Jerichos in our lives, are coming down. And, Lord, we thank you that it's so. And we see it, and we walk through it, and we possess it in Jesus' name. And the church said, amen. Hey, what do you think? Let's give the Lord some praise, amen? Let's give him some praise. Hey, somebody give a shout to the Lord, amen? Hey! You know what I mean? Hey! You know what I mean? Hey, you know what? You can do that when OU scores a touchdown, amen? Or OSU scores, you go, hey! Yeah! I can't do that in church. Yeah, you can do that in church. Come on. Because it might have been your Jericho, baby, and that thing's coming down. Amen? So I want you to know that tonight, that tonight, you're going to have to press in. You're going to have to go. And you're going to, I mean, you're going to have to grab that, that dragon. You're going to have to slay that thing. You're going to have to continue to bring that sword out and cut its head off. Amen? When you cut the head off, I mean, you can cut the leg off. It still, it still can live. But you cut that head off, it won't live. Amen? Amen. Let's give the Lord another praise. Amen? I told Shelly, I said, you know, I want to teach this, I want to preach this, I want to spend some time in it, and I was, I, I, you know what, I feel like sometimes that we just, we struggle. Anybody ever felt like they're in the middle of a war? Anybody ever felt like you're getting worn down? You're kind of getting, you know, you kind of like, uh, I used to have on my bicycle when I was younger some knobby tires, and I would wear them tires right down to where they were slick. They were, they were, they were slick tires, you know, I mean, I didn't get no new tires all the time, I just wear my knobbies down. So I, I asked the Lord today, and here's what I want to do. We're going to dismiss, and I've set up the fellowship hall, and we got some ice cream. Anybody like ice cream? I want us to just spend a few moments together. If it's the next 20 minutes together, I want you to go in, fix yourself some ice cream. Um, Melissa might have. Would you do me a favor and go back and check with her and see if she needs some help? Will you help her too? Will you go with her? Will you go with her? She, she, yeah, she, she's like, what? Where am I going? Thank you, Marty. If you guys... 
they're going to they're going to help get the ice cream set up and ready to go. And then what we're going to do is is we're just going to have you guys go single file through. Um, and there's lines on each side of the table. Fix yourself some ice cream. We got some. I mean, chocolate syrup. I mean, fudge, bananas. Yeah, we got some bananas for. And if and if you don't want some ice cream, then get you a banana. Amen. Amen. But I, I just felt this would be a time, a good time for us. Hey, shh, don't tell anybody, but I want us to go through first, and then we'll let the youth and the kids know. All right? Is that okay? Is that all right? Let's, let's do that. Say this. In the name of Jesus, I shout, and my Jericho falls, and I go take possession of that which God has for me. And I thank you, Lord. That you give me strength and courage, just like you did, Joshua. And I possess the land in Jesus' name. Amen. Give him some praise in the house. Amen.